Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're you're feeling good. Hope you're not struggling with too much. Hopefully, after the last episode, we you're taking some time regulating your energy, managing that, taking that that time that you need. It's important because if we don't do that, then we're gonna miss an opportunity. Kind of like I uh, recently missed with my my oldest daughter. I missed an opportunity with her. She had a a disagreement at her school regarding um, two women having a baby. And so that, you know, a very interesting topic for schoolyard kids to have. I tell you what, when I was in second grade, that's not a conversation that we had at all. You know, it was like, I don't know, boogers and mud and worms and stuff. Like we didn't contemplate social nonsense. But anyway, she... She got into this argument. She told me about it. Like she came home and she she said that she was in this disagreement with somebody on on the playground about you know two women can't have a baby, and I affirmed that and be like you are correct. Two women cannot make a baby. That is impossible. And it was just kind of that. Like I, her position was correct. I reaffirmed her position and was like, yeah. I mean that's. You're, you were correct in that. And so, you know, you can just move forward knowing that you were right there. And we don't need to go much further past that. We found out later from one of our friends that I guess the discussion had actually upset her a little bit throughout the day. And that made sense to me because my daughter is one who, when she believes she's right and everyone doesn't agree or accept what she believes is right, it's upsetting to her. Be like, no, this is, it is. And so everybody needs to be there. And when it's not, it, it can it can make her, like, upset is the best word. She's not really angry. She's not mad. She's just like, ugh. She's just upset. That's the best word for it. And that got me thinking. So as much as I was, you know, because me, I, I'm a fairly logical person compartmentalized black and white like this was the discussion i mean i have lots of difficult discussions i on our, the other podcast on the inkle podcast we talk about all kinds of stuff right and and because of that podcast i have difficult conversations with people outside of of the show all the time and so i'm i practiced separating my person from my conversations right like it's kind of like a debate, right? Nobody says you're a bad person because you debated something. That That's not it. The point of a debate is working through things logically and honing your skill. You know, like there's all these other things that go into debate. Me having that experience, I was just like, yeah, you were right. That's good. And then move forward. But what I didn't realize is that my second grade daughter doesn't have all of those skills. She doesn't learn. She hasn't learned all of those things. So when she's having a disagreement, when somebody disagrees with her, it's still something very personal to her. It's somebody saying that, no, not only is do I think your topic is wrong, or your I, I believe your position is wrong, 
I believe you as a person is wrong too. She has no not separated that. And so that was that was a missed opportunity for me. And one that I think we really need to one I think the society in general needs more of. So look, we're not going to fix the world right now, but if we can help our kids learn this skill, then the next generation should be able to to progress much faster than we have because they'll be able to communicate. The premise is this. You are not your ideas. You as a person are not your thoughts. You are not your position. You are a person with dignity. Okay? Your thoughts, your positions, your beliefs are separate from you as a person. Thoughts, beliefs, all of these things develop over time. I can promise you that what I believed and thought when I was 18 is not what I believed and thought at 36. Doubling those years changes a lot of things, a lot of our perspective, a lot of our understanding. So we have to start there. We have to start with the idea that we as people are not our thoughts, we're not our beliefs, we're not our positions. Okay, so we need to teach our kids that too. That other people are not their thoughts. Other people are not their positions. You are not your thoughts. You are not your positions, right? People can work through thoughts without insulting each other if you can do that, right? We acknowledge the dignity of the other person. We're saying that no matter what you believe, you're still a human. You still have dignity, okay? And so using the example I have, we should I should have said, you know what? Yes, there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with you. But first things first, right? That person is still, you know, a created child of God. They have dignity. They are still an important person and we care about that person, even though we might disagree with them. Okay, so that reaffirming the position that that person is still a good person, even though they believe something different than you. You are still a good person, even though you believe something different than them. Your beliefs don't dictate your value. They don't dictate if you're good or bad. So that's step one that I should have done. I should have gone in. I should have reaffirmed the dignity of the person and the separation of the beliefs. The second thing to really work through in this is to figure out how to engage with ideas without applying them to the person. This is very hard for a second grader to do. Right. So really, the reality is, is I don't know that I'm good enough or smart enough to be able to teach my daughter past step one, other than just reaffirming dignity at this stage in her in her life. I don't I don't know that until she's 16 years old, roughly, will she be able to be to begin separating the concept of people from thoughts. It's surprisingly difficult. When I was in college, my philosophy classes were in my early years. So I would have been 18 or 19, and it was surprisingly difficult for people to separate themselves from their thoughts. And that was always the like one of the first things the teachers did is they would get you to understand that you are not your thoughts or your ideas, okay? You are separate from that because if you are the same thing, then anytime we work through an idea, we're working through you as a person, and we're not your psychologist. We're not here to do that. We're here to work through ideas, uh, seek truth, if you want to say it that way. So you have to separate them so we can work on them. It's the difference between, like I said, psychology. It's the difference between a doctor and a mechanic. Those are two very different 
professions. One is working on the on a human person, very intricate, right? Like it's very important. You can't just you know kick the side of the bed and be like, oh, you'll be fine. You can't just leave your watch inside of the person and forget about it. No, that person has dignity, so they're protected. There's all kinds of law and things around it. A, a mechanic does not have the same thing, right? You can bang on a car, you can kick a car, you can leave your lunch in the car, like you can do all those things and it doesn't hurt anything because it's separate, it's a thing, it's not a person. And so that would be the second thing is I, I should have engaged the idea a little bit, you know, maybe teased it out a little bit, talked with her a little bit more while continuing to reaffirm the dignity of that person and maybe just said, well, no, no, hang on, that person can have lots of different thoughts, you know, and this is why we think this idea, the thought is incorrect and why we think an incorrect thought doesn't result in a bad person. And and lastly, I think I probably could have used that as an opportunity to reaffirm what does make a good and bad person, right? Thoughts, discussions, beliefs don't make people bad, decisions, actions, things like the things that we do tend to determine whether we're good or bad. And that tends to be the expression of our thoughts and why we label our thoughts good or bad, right? So I could have swung that into some sort of prejudice conversation where it's like, hey, you know, if somebody had this thought, does that make them a bad person because they had a thought? No, of course not. They're, they have dignity. They can They can say that they believe someone is lesser because of the color of their skin. That doesn't make them a bad person. If they then go treat somebody poorly because of the color of the skin, then we're starting to say that that action is bad. The belief is bad. I'm still not going to say that they're a bad person. Okay. It's not our place to judge the value of this person, but we can say that holistically, this is somebody that we would not want to engage with. This is not somebody that we'd want in our circle. We would view them as we would view them negatively and push them to the outside, still remaining that they have dignity as a human. We wouldn't just treat them like dogs, but we would say, you know what? I don't want you in my circle. And so that is what I think I should have done. Uh, is how I think I should have handled it. Unfortunately, I didn't do that because I'm not always thinking about that. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm exhausted. Sometimes I'm just, you know, pretty blunt and, and say, yeah, that's right. And then move forward and, and keep going. But I need to keep looking for these opportunities to make sure that I'm helping myself get better, but also I'm helping raise these daughters uh, to be the best they can be. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.